Welcome to the Panema Wellness Podcast. I'm Yona Chatsunov, registered nurse, women's health educator, and Bodeka Tara. And I am passionate about educating and empowering from women in their search for health and well-being. In this podcast, we explore health topics in a sensitive and practical way, answer questions, and discover new ideas and perspectives from other from women like ourselves. I'm so glad you've joined me on this journey to learn new information in a safe and curious space. Hello, ladies. This is going to be just a really quick podcast explaining what a bodeca tahara is, or a bodeca. I mentioned in my intro that that is one of my titles, so I thought I would just explain what I'm talking about. Um, a bodeca tahara, or bodecas, is also known as a nida nurse, and basically, um, I have an extra certification as a nurse that says I'm specially trained to help with tahara samishbacha. Shilas. So sometimes um, a woman will come to her rav uh, with a badika cloth or with a stain on something and say, hey, the timing of this doesn't seem right or it's just, or it's just a shila that they're bringing. And the rav is able to look at it and say, okay, this doesn't look like it's period related. This looks like you probably have something on some, something else going on vaginally either on the cervix or in the vagina that is causing bleeding that would not make you anida. Um, in that case, they can send the woman to a nida nurse, a bodeca, to do a very quick speculum exam. And so what I do if someone comes to me is first I'll look on the outside to make sure that there's no cuts. Um, occasionally it'll be you know, postpartum, someone will have stitches, they have a tear that's still bleeding, or a new kala that happens most often in those cases. And then I use a speculum like you would use in an OB's office, the OB-GYN's office, and I check to see if there's anything obvious on the cervix um, that would be causing some bleeding. There are a couple of things that cause that most common most commonly, but the number one most common thing is that a woman will have something called an ectropian cervix, where the lining from the inside of the uterus is just like flipped slightly outwards. Um, it happens after birth. It happens under the influence of estrogen for some women if they're taking a birth control that has estrogen in it. Um, anyways, so that that inner lining of the uterus that's flipped outwards is just a little bit more sensitive, will bleed more easily. So when a woman goes to do her badika, she's causing bleeding that's outside of the uterus. It does not make her anita. So if I see that, then I can go back to the rav and say, I found what we will call, halakhically it's called a petza, a small wound, and you can attribute bleeding to that source instead of to uterine bleeding or damnita. And sometimes I'll be asked to do a badika to check um, with a cotton swab to see if what's coming from the uterus is clean or if it has blood. And sometimes I'm really just looking to see if there is another source of bleeding. So they have these in Israel and they have these in the U.S., um, bodekets or nida nurses. I can tell you that in Israel, it's like ubiquitous. Every town has one. Every city has more than one. 
and the Rabbanim here are very much trained to work with Nida nurses. So they get used to seeing certain kinds of Shilas that they know if they then go send them to a Nida nurse, they'll abodek it, then they'll, like they know what they're going to hear back most of the time. Um, or they know what kinds of things they should send. Sometimes I'll get ones that everyone's just hopeful. The Rav is sending because he hopes he'll find something. The woman's in a tough situation and she really, maybe she's getting fertility treatment or, you know, it's just stressful to her and she really wants to go to the mikvah. And sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Um, but there are a lot of women who have a history of getting bad badikas who know that they have something going on and Sometimes they'll be sent every month. Sometimes they'll actually have to go to a bodeket to do their hafsektara, to do day one, day seven. There's all sorts of different situations. So in Israel, what I was saying is that you'll see that women will get sent more often. In the United States, you hear much more that women will be sent to their OB-GYN to see if they can find something. It's not preferable because um, unless you have an OB-GYN who's cross-trained to also be a bodeket, a lot of the stuff we're looking for is not a medical problem. There is no medical issue with an ectropian cervix. We see it in the office also. Um, if I go to a pap smear on someone and they have one of those, so then, you know, I might have to hold a larger swab there against the cervix for a minute until the bleeding stops. That's just when they come up, but it's not a, generally it's not a cause for concern. So the doctor may do the kind of exam that they're trained to do um, and not see a problem because they they don't see they're not trained to look for a halachic problem. Uh, in the larger cities in the U.S. on the East Coast, and I'm sure in other cities that have a lot of from Jews, there's usually at least a nurse or two who is trained as a botaket, so they will be able to do badikas. Um, in smaller cities, I know that when I moved from Dallas, they had been looking for someone to do it. So first they had a PA who had done a gynecologic rotation she agreed to do it then a retired physician agreed to do it i think she'd been in pediatrics it, it wasn't related but they're looking for someone because having someone around who can do this kind of exam really does help a, a tremendous amount with nida shilas particularly with women who this comes up for again and again so that's kind of an overview of what it is that i do and when someone might be get might might get sent to a bodeca and um, different bodekets will have different backgrounds, different strengths, different training. Some of them will work more with kalas and some of them will be cross-trained in other areas and, you know, know how to look for different things. A bodeket is not allowed to do anything, um, like too medically invasive. A bodeket should not remove a polyp. A bodeket should not remove any of the hymen for a new kala who's still having bleeding after, um, her first or second active intercourse. So that is an important thing to know. Some things have to be done by a medical practitioner in office, by a physician, by a PA, by an NP. They cannot be done outside of the office. They cannot be done in, in a woman's home. So there are, you know, there's a place and time for each aspect of care, but the, the Bodeca does have an important role to play and gosh we're just generally useful to have around <laughs> i hope that helps and clarifies things 
Thanks for joining me on today's Panema Wellness Podcast. For more information on this and other women's health topics or to schedule a consultation, please visit fromwomenshealth.com. Questions and feedback are also always welcome.